You're listening to the Complete Concussion Management Podcast with Dr. Cameron Marshall. Ask Concussion Doc is a show where we answer your questions about concussions, treatment, and rehabilitation to help practitioners better manage these injuries. Enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by the Complete Concussion Management Clinical Network. Are you suffering from a concussion? Concussion symptoms that just aren't getting better? Maybe you're in the wrong place. Maybe you're seeing the wrong healthcare professional. Visit completeconcussions.com slash find dash a dash clinic to find all of the local professionally trained concussion clinicians in your area. Each of our partnered clinics have gone through extensive training on concussion assessment, diagnosis, treatment, and rehabilitation, and will be able to quickly determine the root cause of your symptoms and work with you to develop a plan to get rid of them. If you don't know what's driving your symptoms, you can't ever hope to relieve them. Completeconcussions.com slash find a clinic. They have a 98% patient satisfaction rating and the net promoter score as judged by real patients is higher than Amazon, Netflix, and Apple. Completeconcussions.com slash find dash a dash clinic. You won't regret it. Okay, everybody, welcome to Ask Concussion Doc, episode number, what are we at, 66? Yeah, 66. The Mario Lemieux of episodes. Uh, this episode today is, what is the difference between boys' concussions and girls' concussions? Um, I did an Instagram post on this last week, and uh, we had a lot of comments, a lot of discussion around it, a lot of theories as to um, why these differences may exist. Um, also, before I get into that, there's there's been a couple questions. People have been interested in kind of how we do this podcast. I guess people, some people are interested in the process of how um, how we do this every week. So. Essentially, people send us questions on uh, Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or a number of different venues, uh, and then we put them into a document. Every week, we kind of go through it and say, "Okay, what's relevant? What's in the news right now? And what, which one of the, which one of these or a few of these questions we want to answer?" And then we throw that and make that the topic for the podcast. Sometimes, like this week. A study gets published that's super, super interesting, and we decide just to cover that particular topic. And also, this has been covered in the media uh, pretty extensively for the past week or so since it since it was published. And even today, there was still um, a lot of media coverage on it. So I think it's something that people find very interesting, and so that's how we're going to dive into it. So when we go live for this podcast, and those of you listening via audio, uh, we're actually we do this live. We don't cut anything. We don't edit anything. We we simply put up our Instagram channels. Uh, we flip it to live. So I have Concussion Doc over here, and I have uh, Complete Concussions over here, and then we also film it with a webcam right here and then we take the audio clip of that and we make that into an actual audio podcast so we're covering multiple channels with this so those of you listening to this via just audio uh it is like a completely live go of it and if i make a mistake i have to correct myself because we can't edit after uh so anyway now, on that note, if you do have any questions or any topics you'd like us to cover, please send us emails or contact us or whatever. Send the questions in because we're always looking for new and interesting content that people find uh, valuable and you know questions that you want to have answered. So on with the episode. Are girls 
more susceptible to concussions than boys? If so, why? Second question, do girls take longer to recover from concussions than boys? And if so, why? And I use girls, women, boys, men synonymously, so just keep in mind that we can be talking about adults or um, adolescents or children. So on with the first question. Are girls more susceptible to concussions than boys? It has been established in numerous separate studies where there's sports that both sexes play, so soccer, rugby, basketball, uh, volleyball, etc., that girls are more susceptible to concussions than boys. There's a higher incidence of concussions in the female version of that sport versus the male version of that sport. In fact, previous studies have found that in high school athletes, girls are actually 1.56 times higher than boys to sustain sports-related concussions in the equivalent sports. Uh, a systematic review in 2018 found that the highest concussion sports during gameplay were number one, men's rugby, number two, men's American football, number three, women's ice hockey, number four, men's ice hockey, number five, women's soccer, number six, men's soccer. So you can see in that example, whenever there's a sport that both men and women play, women are generally higher than men in terms of concussion incidents. That same study also looked at practices. And in practice, men's rugby was still the highest. Women's hockey was actually number two ahead of men's American football, which many people would find very interesting. Number four was women's soccer. Number five was men's hockey. And number six was men's soccer. So you see again, when there's a sport that both women and men play, women tend to outrank men in terms of concussion risk, concussion incidents. Another study in 2017, looking at high school sports, actually found that women's soccer was the highest incidence of concussion across all high school sports. Very, very interesting. Most people would think that football is the highest concussion sport. And if you talk to a lot of soccer coaches, they believe that concussions don't happen in soccer. In fact, soccer is one of the highest sports, and in this study, the highest sport for concussion incidents across both sexes, all sports, everything, women's soccer. So, and then just yesterday, after we had already planned that we were going to do this particular episode, a meta-analysis and systematic review was published by, I just think the gods were smiling down on us. Uh, so this, this systematic review was called Sex-Based Differences in the Incidence of Sports-Related Concussion, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. A meta-analysis, for those that don't know, is where you take all of the data published in a particular um, subject field area and you put them all together to try and come up with one statistical calculation. So you're taking the data from a number of different studies and you're putting it all in one to try and say, okay, you know, with all of this information, what do we actually know at this point? Because a lot of studies, this study will show a difference, this study will show no difference, this study will show a difference, this study will show no difference. And so you put it all together and you arrive at kind of an overall conclusion and that's what's called a meta-analysis. So this study compared various sports, various ages, 
um, and they looked at contact and non-contact sports, and they looked at various studies. Um, the contact sports they included were hockey, lacrosse, soccer, baseball, softball, basketball, water polo, taekwondo, rugby, volleyball, and Quidditch. I don't know if I'd consider baseball and softball contact sports, but I guess there's the chance of having contact uh, when you play. Non-contact sports were considered track and field, swimming, diving, cheerleading, badminton, cross-country, crew, gymnastics, golf, and tennis. Now, in order to do a meta-analysis, they um, you need to have at least five studies included um, to be able to compare. Um, so they're only actually able to do a meta-analysis for lacrosse, soccer, baseball, basketball, track and field, and swimming and diving. I'm actually surprised they weren't able to find enough studies to do hockey and rugby, but regardless, they were not able to. So here are the results. Soccer demonstrated a significantly higher incidence of concussion in females compared with males. In fact, all but one of the 31 studies that were included found that females had a higher incidence of concussion than males. Basketball found the same thing. All but two of the 28 studies that were included found a significantly higher incidence of concussion in females as compared to males. Um, all other sports did not reach statistical significance, which was interesting, but differences were found where females had higher concussions in baseball and softball, swimming and track and field, and they were considered clinically significant, meaning that they, um, it was actually a higher ratio that was above one, which is considered a, a difference, but there wasn't enough statistical difference to mean it uh, statistically significant, but it was clinically significant. So there's a difference there. And interestingly, they actually found no differences in hockey and lacrosse. But if you think about it, when you look at hockey and lacrosse across the sexes, they're actually completely different sports. Um, in women's sports, uh, it's non-contact. In men's sports, it's full contact on each of those fronts. So if you actually consider the fact that the concussion incidents in hockey and soccer are the same for men and women, and one's contact and one's not, if we were to make those sports the same, meaning if we were to make either women's sports full contact or men's sports non-contact, I think you'd start to see uh, women's sports start to really surpass that. So all in all, I think we've arrived at the conclusion that women are at a greater risk of suffering concussion versus men. Um, now, there's a couple theories why might this occur. So one theory that's been fairly prominent in the literature, at least a lot of speculation, is that females have decreased head to neck size ratios. So they are um, potentially thinner, weaker necks and similar sized heads, which means that if an impact is to occur, potentially there's more acceleration. If there's more acceleration of the brain, higher chance of getting a concussion. Now, Neck strength as a whole, in terms of being a theory around um, increased concussion risk, uh, is pretty weak. Um, there's a lot of problems with it, and that's a topic for a whole other discussion. Um, and I think I've covered that in previous episodes, but maybe something that that's something we can cover in the future if a lot more people have questions about why that is. 
Anyway, that's usually theory number one is, is a difference in head to neck size ratio. Um, number two is hormone fluctuations throughout the menstrual cycle. Um, and that's thought to potentially increase the susceptibility of women to concussions at various stages during the menstrual cycle. So it's thought that as hormones fluctuate, potentially it increases the susceptibility of the brain to concussion. Um, one theory is that potentially the luteal phase when there's higher progesterone, uh, potentially that may do some things that make it more susceptible. But there's not really a ton of research on that yet, but that's just a theory. Um, the third theory as to why women may be more susceptible is that they may just be more honest and they may actually just be more likely to report their injuries when they do uh, occur. So that's the theory. Maybe they're not getting more concussions, they're just reporting it more, which makes it seem like they have more concussion incidents. Whereas maybe the boys' sports, maybe they're hiding it more, trying to play the tough guy, etc., etc., etc. So we don't actually know if they're getting more concussions, but we know that they report more concussions. All right. Next question Do girls take longer to recover than boys? And this is where things get interesting. And the overall answer is yes, women do take longer to recover. In fact, a study done by Roger Zemeck in Canada was one of the largest studies that was done on this. But what they did is they developed a clinical prediction rule for looking at um, uh, the likelihood of somebody to go on to have persistent concussion symptoms. So they would take all these different variables and they studied this over a large sample and they would see what types of things increase the likelihood of somebody having persistent concussion symptoms. And then what they would do with that information is they developed it, they gave each thing a points structure. So if they were a certain age, they would get zero points. If they were another age, they would get one point. If they were another age, they would get two points. And then they would look at their balance scores and they would give them different points based on how good their balance was. If they scored a certain amount of errors, they would get zero points. If they scored more errors, they would get one point or two points, depending on how much that variable pushed them to have persistent concussion symptoms. Then from that, they would add up all the points. And if you had a total combined score of a certain level uh, or higher, you were considered more likely to have prolonged concussion symptoms. And when they looked at sex and the, the number that they put for sex, if you're a boy in this clinical prediction rule, you get zero points. If you're a girl in this clinical prediction rule, you automatically get two points, which is the highest amount of points that they give for any one category. So you're talking about zero to two. So there's a big difference between boys and girls in terms of recovery. And in a study that was published just this month, and this is the one I did my Instagram post on that got a lot of discussion going, is um, it was called Factors Affecting Recovery Trajectories in Pediatric Female Concussions. And this was uh, by Desai et al. in 2019, and it was in the Clinical Journal of Sports Medicine. So for those watching at a later date, this is September 2019. This study was published. So... The question is, why do women and girls take longer than boys? Actually, sorry, going back, recovery trajectories. So this study, 192 patient charts they looked at, 75 were female, 117 were male. Um, the average post-concussion symptom scale 
was 30 for females and it was 20 for males. So females are coming in with a higher symptom severity score. Um, this is thought to be a reflection of the severity of injury. Higher symptom severity score, more severe injury. Uh, there's a lot of other question marks around that anyway, but females coming in with a higher symptom severity score than males. Um, the time to return to school was significantly uh, longer in females than males. The time to return to non-contact sport was significantly longer in females versus males. So in females, it was 13 days to return to non-contact sport. In males, it was only seven days. So significant difference there. The median time to physician clearance back to full sport was significantly different. In females, it was 119 days. And in males, it was only 45 days. So a significant difference in how long it takes women to recover, get back to their sport, okay? Why do women take longer than men to recover? So here's some theories. And again, they're very similar to the theories around increased susceptibility. Number one is, again, the reduced head-to-neck ratio. If the head undergoes more acceleration because the neck isn't able to stabilize as well, then that's going to result in a worse injury, and a worse injury leads to a longer recovery. The second theory is hormones, and this one actually in terms of recovery has a little bit more evidence than in terms of susceptibility. So in terms of uh, hormone fluctuations for recovery, preliminary studies have found that concussions occurring in the two weeks leading up to menstruation, which is called the luteal phase, have, if injuries happen during that period of time, the two weeks prior to menstruation, that resulted in a significantly longer recovery period versus those that were those that had a concussion two weeks after their menstrual uh, uh, cycle was over. Um, or when it was just beginning, sorry, the two, the first two weeks of the menstrual cycle, um, or women taking birth control also had a um, um, a reduced likelihood of increased uh, recovery time. So again, so hormone fluctuations, particularly during during the luteal phase, women may be more susceptible to injury and. Some preliminary evidence shows that it takes longer to recover if you get a concussion during that time. So that might be one reason why women are taking longer is these hormone fluctuations um, due to the menstrual cycle. Third, again, maybe women are more honest. So maybe they're more likely to report that they're still having symptoms. Symptoms are still present and um, you know they're, they're reporting it. Maybe men are not and that way they're getting through the, the, uh, the protocols sooner and they're getting back to sport sooner. Another one that came from this particular study, which I find really, really interesting and I think needs to be replicated in more studies until we can know for certain, but maybe women are taking longer to present to sports medicine clinics. And I'm just going to throw out kind of a, a, a little bit of background on this particular item, but it's known that the, the quicker you get in to see somebody who has specialized knowledge and training in concussion. I'm not talking about just going to any old healthcare professional because it shows that 
it's really the specialization and people being able to give you accurate information. The world of concussion is changing so rapidly that if you have a healthcare professional who's not specialized in concussion and not keeping up with the rapid evolution of how things are going, they're not going to be as well versed to be able to provide you with education and the proper guidance to help you recover faster. Whereas somebody who's paying attention to that and kind of specializing in that area and sees a lot of concussion patients is going to be able to provide you with accurate information that's going to be able to help you in your recovery period. So this particular study, getting back to this clinical journal of sports medicine study by Desai et al, looking at these differences, all the differences are there. Women take longer to recover, get back to school, take longer to get back to sport, etc, etc, etc. The interesting thing though is 46 males and 22 females presented for their specialized evaluation within seven days of the injury. So they came in at day seven. When they looked at just this group that came in early, they found that all the differences between the sexes completely disappeared. Women no longer took longer to recover than men. They no longer took longer to get back to school. They no longer took longer to get back to sport. And it was all based on, so if you were to control the time from injury to coming to a specialized clinic, all the differences disappeared. Because in this study, what they found was the median days from injury to presentation in females was 15 days. The median number of days from male, for males from injury to coming into the clinic was only nine days, which was significantly different. So when you controlled for that and you said, let's only look at the people that came in right away within the first seven days, they found that there was absolutely no differences between the sexes. So that's what's interesting. So the question is why, I mean, the, the answer here is maybe women actually don't have increased recovery times if we're able to get them into the clinic just as soon. But why are women taking longer to get to the clinic? That's, that's an interesting question. So it's been proposed on my Instagram. There was a lot of different posts on the, uh, on my, on my Instagram, uh, post a lot of comments. And if you look through some of those, there's some really interesting theories behind why that might be, um, potentially coming down to funding. Maybe women's sports have left less funding. Maybe they're less likely to have medical personnel on the sidelines to be able to recognize the concussion and refer them in. Uh, some people were suggesting that maybe women are, uh, maybe they don't realize that they have a concussion based on, um, you know, the symptoms and stuff, and maybe they don't see them as being as severe or significant. Um, there's a whole bunch of different different reasons but I think that this is something that needs to be examined is if if women aren't getting into the clinic fast enough and that's maybe the reason why they're taking longer to recover then we've been going down the wrong path and looking at all these different reasons and hormone fluctuations and everything else when really it's it potentially is just due to um, not being able to have the same access to clinical management Whoa, wait, 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 just one more thing before you go. This episode is brought to you by the Complete Concussion Management Clinical Network. Are you suffering from concussion symptoms that just aren't getting better? Maybe you're in the wrong place. Maybe you're seeing the wrong healthcare professional. Visit completeconcussion.com slash find dash a dash clinic to find all the local professionally trained concussion rehab individuals in your area. Each of our partnered clinics have gone through extensive training on concussion assessment, 
management, diagnosis, treatment, and rehabilitation. Uh, they're gonna work with you to try and find the root cause of your symptoms and then develop a treatment plan and approach to help get rid of them. If you don't know what's driving the symptoms, you can't ever help or hope to fix them. Completeconcussions.com slash find a clinic. They have a 98% patient satisfaction rating and have a higher net promoter score than Amazon, Apple, and Netflix. Completeconcussions.com slash find a clinic. You will not regret it. Thank you for listening to the Complete Concussion Management Podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe and let us know by leaving a review. Have questions about concussion management for future episodes? Submit them to our website, Facebook, or even Instagram. See you next time.